Now, The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, certified sommelier, corporate entertainer, and wife to a world-class chef, Lori is literally pouring the fun back into wine. Meet some of the most interesting people in the world of food, wine, and spirits as she uncorks the recipe for a delicious life. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and I am sitting here in the most beautiful vineyards in Tuscany, in Montepulciano. I'm at Cantina Day, and I'm with Katerina Day, uh, one of the founder and owner of the winery. And I would like to welcome you to our show, The Sipping Point. Thank you so much. I am, uh, of course, uh, my family has been here for many years. I grew up here in Montepulciano, and this is the place where I work, but where where I live, so it's my life. My life takes place here. So it was my grandfather who found the, was the founder of the winery, and uh, he came here in the 60s because he wanted a nice place where to spend the summer holidays. And so he came here and found out that uh, the place was beautiful, but there were also good grapes. Mm. So he started planting a vineyard in the early 60s. And uh, the purpose was uh, selling grapes and enjoying time during the summertime. Then he realizes how good the grapes were and started thinking he would like to make some wine for family and friends. So that's how we started. (laughs) My father, uh, yes, followed up. And uh, so he tried to make the first one wine in the 80s. So our first barrel of Vino Nobile was produced in 1985, mm. which was a wonderful year, by the way. Wonderful vintage, just one barrel. The wine's so good, we decided to go on. Mm. So it was my dad in the following years to start building the vinification and then AG cellar. So the whole family got so passionate about this way this place so passionate about wine then we decided to live here full time and I remember beautiful times when I was uh, a child and then uh, a teenager I really enjoyed this place and enjoyed uh, harvesting so yes it was fun of course at the time it was just fun now it's also fun but it's also of course it's my job uh, it's my activity full time activity that I like, uh, I really, I, I enjoy doing. And at the same time, I was able to catch up with my real, very first passion, which is music. Yes. Because I studied music, I started singing and playing the piano. So when my father, we go back to 1991, when my father asked me to get involved in the winery, I said no for some time. And then I said, okay, let's make a deal. I'll come here, but I'll come harvesting, and then I'll go back to my studies. I w- at that time, I was studying theater and music in Milan and Rome, and I was totally conquered by the, the atmosphere during the mm. harvest time. So I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just to paint the picture, and I will link to your website. So, folks, if you go to thewinecoach.com, you'll be able to go to the website and the architecture here is stunning and there's so much detail to just the stair I, I can't really call it a stairway but the entryway down to the cellars which is sort of a winding staircase if you will and then the barrel cellar and and the fermentation room the bottling line it's 
like a museum. It's so beautiful. So it was your father, I believe, who was the one who envisioned this beauty. Marble is everywhere. and There's so much detail. Tell us a little bit about how you created this beautiful uh, and what you wanted from this beautiful winery. My father is really the, the, the mind of uh, everything established here. This new cellar underground, all made in traveling, it's his vision, it's his project and his design. So he started thinking, you know, we need to expand a little bit. We need a wider space for our barrels. But we didn't think of, you know, uh, a, a very wide space underground. So it is his vision. He used, he liked to use uh, the, the travertine, which is uh, the stone. I say the family stone because since ever the family is excavating travertine from our quarries in Tuscany and in Tivoli near Rome. So it's a whole life experience, you know, uh, in my father's life to put together the travertine, his own travertine, put it together with wine. So um, he started building this cellar. He started thinking and, uh, let's say, feeling love to uh, really feeling love towards something that he would sh- should have been his own creature. So this cellar was uh, started uh, five years ago, and then it's now finished. And it's, it was a lot of work, but it's something very special because I, I don't think there are many travertine, uh, many cellars made in travertine. And uh, so we go down seven meters. Uh, we are also very keen on uh, uh, following a direction in terms of sustainability. Mm. So sustainability is a key word for us, both in the vineyard and in the cellar. So the same care that we put in the vineyard, um, paying uh, a lot of attention and, uh, you know, treating every little piece of land uh, taking care of its own specific needs. So we analyze the soil and uh, and work and plan a whole year uh, um, working uh, working schedule according to the specific needs of the of the soil. So the same care, and therefore we use a lot of hands, a lot of handwork, which is uh, most important for us. A lot of machines because we're trying to avoid chemicals. We want to get rid of all chemicals. We are, we are already doing that. So prevention rather than cure okay. is a key sentence for us. And it's the base for the for the future. So a wine which is a natural wine that is very respectful of our health because I'm, I drink wine. So I'm uh, taking care of my health, thinking, <laughs> thinking of friends and thinking of people who drink my wine all over the world. So care in the vineyard to have quality and to have a sustainable product, absolutely respectful mm. uh, in terms of health and nature. So for the same reason, we want sustainability in all areas of our winery. So the vineyards, the cellar, uh, we installed a complex system for the geothermal energy. So we use uh, geothermal energy to control the temperature in our barrel room, the vinification room, everywhere in the cellar. And also, and this, of course, it's my dad plan, he wanted to, uh, of course, the people who work here and the people who approach the winery to feel at home and to feel totally integrated into the landscape. So you see there's a uh, wall of glass, made in glass, because you want to see through. You want to see 
the green side of the landscape, the trees and the fields, so that we can breathe. <laughs> This nice. is what we really like. And we want the people who come to the winery to, to feel and to live a full experience of mm. this place. We are in Montepulciano, which is a very ancient, beautiful place. Uh, of course, we have a lot of history uh, because Montepulciano lived his um, golden age, its golden age during the Renaissance. So uh, the Renaissance uh, was a time when the most important buildings of Montepulciano were built. And it's also the time when we hear um, the name Nobile concerning wine. So it was the noble wine for the nobles, the most important wine reserved to the most important people who approached the winery. So we want to feel totally integrated into the Vino Nobile land, into history and, uh, and the landscape. I love that. And if you want to try uh, Caterina, uh, the day wines, uh, we just got the pleasure of tasting the Rosso di Montepulciano, which is an easier drinking, really fun uh, expression of your grapes. And then also the v Vino Nobile uh, di Montepulciano. Then we get into a little bit more of a serious wine that, that you can age. And the Bessona, I hope I'm saying that right, Absolutely. was Perfect. my favorite. Uh, And then we can touch, touch on your Super Tuscan, um, which is named after you, right? Uh, also popular. But the, the Bassona, tell me what, why I love that wine so much. <laughs> well, uh, this is a specific, it's the result of a specific blend. Of, in my idea, I mean, my father's idea first, we wanted to have absolutely the best expression of our territory and of the autochthon So we speak of Sangiovese. The Bossona is a specific further selection of Vino Nobile, um, selected from a crew, fro so from one single vineyard of ours, named exactly Bossona, as you perfectly said that. And it was the first vineyard that my grandfather had planted in the 60s. And it's in a magnificent area uh, in terms of uh, location, altitude, composition of the soil. The soil is made of uh, sand on top and rocks and fossils on the bottom. Okay. So the fossils and the rocks give minerality, give structure and elegance at the same time to the wine. So the Reserva Persona for us is really uh, what we love and what we think is a, a real expression of, the Sangiovese, of a pure Sangiovese coming from this area. Well, thank you so much, um, Katerina Day, for coming on The Sipping Point, sharing this lovely property. I just feel so much more relaxed since I left America. <laughs> I think I will stay for a little bit longer. But I appreciate your time. And uh, maybe how can folks listen to your music if they want to take in your music? I love music. Music has been my first love. And um, so... Because I don't have so much time to dedicate to music, I'm trying to get to bring music into wine. So it means that sometimes we organize what we call musical tastings or wine dinner concerts. Uh, I work together with some Tuscan musicians, and we're now working on a second album where I'm uh, putting together some uh, songs that I composed, both music and words. So it will be, it will come out. Uh, soon probably by the end of the year all right well thank you so much for being on the sipping point and uh, i'll put a link to your website so everybody can check you out thanks thank you so much and by the way you can check my website which is uh, cantinaday.com 
so you can see pictures of the winery and uh, read about us some story about the family and you can listen to my music as well because there's section music where you can listen to all the pieces that I recorded last time Cantina Day D-E-I so folks know how to find you dot com Cantina so it's C-A-N-T-I-N-E D-E-I dot com Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. Or grazie. <laughs> grazie. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and I'm sitting in the wine cellar, one of them here, at Contucci Winery in Montepulciano. That's Tuscany. And I'm sitting with owner uh, Andrea Andrea Contucci. Uh, he's going to speak with us a little bit about his winery, the wines, and if you could see the view, I will post a picture of his view and a link to his website so you can see the view. But uh, he is going to help fill in the blanks for us all about this winery and the wines. Andrea, thank you so much for being on The Sipping Point. Thank you for coming. Thank you for, to you and your listener. Huh? Uh, yes, uh, I'm the owner with my family of one of the oldest winery in the area uh, because my family Contucci is living in Montepulciano since the year 1008 wow. so we're speaking of 1007 <coughs> year now so uh, it's a long tradition long passion 41 generation of Contucci uh, was here before me making wine uh, with love with passion since today we have also a new generation ready after me to, oh. to go on huh? uh, and the winery uh, is a, a real uh, piece of history of wine in in italy because you can find us in into the monumental center of the town we, we, our palazzo that was built in the half of the 16th century uh, is in the main square of Montepulciano, Piazza Grande, in front of the town hall, close to the cathedral, so very easy to find, and the winery is below, where we make the wine for the entire process. So if, if you will be one day in Montepulciano during the harvest, you can see our grape that arrive from the vineyards. And, and we start crashing the grape and then we ferment here, we age here, we bottle here. So the entire process of winemaking is into the town. So this is very rare mm. because it's a, a specific tradition of Montepulciano. And we still do because we are the unique family of the ancient family that began hundred years ago in Montepulciano to make Vino Nobile because all the other noble family was disappeared in the past mm. centuries and Contucci is the unique that remain and so we like, we consider very important to maintain alive this unique history mm. and uh, lots of people came from all over the world to visit us every year every year we have uh, more or less 80,000 people that visit us. The main part are foreigners. We have also Italian, obviously. But the main part is from other countries. And of these, the main part are from the North America, from the States. So we have a lot of friends that came from all over the, the, the countries, from California to the East Coast, to visit us every year. 
to see us to live this history mm-hmm. and to taste our wines that are absolutely uh, traditional as we are. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach. You're listening to The Sipping Point. We'll be right back. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and I'm sitting at Contucci Winery in Montepulciano, that's Tuscany, and I'm sitting with owner uh, Andrea Contucci. So through this episode that uh, that I have here, I'm trying to introduce my listeners to Vino Nobile di Montepulciano, and many people are very familiar with Tuscany, um, Chianti, Brunello, but maybe have never tried Vino Nobile. So if someone has never tasted Vino Nobile, it is based obviously on Sangiovese with some other blending grapes. But how would you in general describe to someone what they should expect from a Vino Nobile red wine? Okay, Vino Nobile is uh, um, very uh, traditional Tuscan wine. As you say, the heart of this wine is Sangiovese. Sangiovese is the main grape for all the more traditional Tuscan red wines, including Vino Nobile. The area of Montepulciano use a specific kind of uh, Sangiovese named Prugnolo Gentile. Prugnolo Gentile is a Sangiovese 100%, but a very specific clone of this uh, grape get, that give specific flavors to the wine, especially some special fruity and flower taste. Uh, you can find strongly the pr- uh, the taste and the bouquet of plum in, in Montepulciano Vino Nobile and in the nose some uh, very rare bouquet of spring flower like violet uh, that came from some specific uh, grape that we combine with Sangiovese like uh, Canagliolo Nero or Mammolo but the uh, specific style of Vino Nobile is to be a very fine and noble wine. We never have too strong taste. The Sangiovese of Montepulciano give very elegant wine, never too much aggressive. Sometimes you can feel some Sangiovese wine a little too strong, eh? especially for modern uh, palate as uh, is in, in US. Instead, Vino Nobile is, uh, is noble in the name and in the taste is always very smooth uh, and uh, elegant we in also in our line of vino nobile we never reach wine too masculine too strong eh? we like that you have a, a velvet in your glass so maybe we can taste we have three wines here we can share with the listeners maybe we could taste uh on the first um you have three. They're all Vino Nobile. Yes. Um, the first uh, is, so let's say what the first is and maybe talk a little bit, of, taste and talk a little bit about it. Okay. Uh, um, here we have three levels of our Vino Nobiles because we have totally four. All right. Here we have the top of the, of the line. Mm-hmm. Two are uh, two single vineyards wine, two specific wine from two specific different vineyards. Moulin Vecchio, the name of the first one, is on the northwest side of the 
Montepulciano area, so in direction of Montalcino. Someone mm-hmm. eh, is uh, three kilometers from the center of the town in a very rich area because we have in this part of Montepulciano volcanic sand in the soil, very rare. The second wine is the second single vineyard on the opposite side of the hill. So we go in the southeast direction, so direction of Umbria. And here we don't have more volcanic sand, but we have red clay. So two different soil give uh, wine not so similar. These two wines are completely brother for all the characteristics because both have the same kind of grape, same aging, 30 months in big oak barrels. Same vintage, 2011, but not the same soil. And so you can feel very well this. Are two brothers, but not twin brothers. <laughs> Each one have a different uh, personality. Okay, I think we're going to take a quick break on the sipping point, but we're going to be back with Andrea Cantucci. We're going to taste those first two single vineyard Vino Nobles and talk more about his wineries. We'll be right back. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach. We're back with a sipping point live here in the cellars of Cantucci in Montepulciano, Tuscany. This is a great gig I have going. <laughs> and uh, we're talking to Andrea Cantucci, all about the winery, which we've got a great background here. Just a little bit of history. What did we say? A thousand years. <laughs> kind of crazy. But we just started tasting your wines. So excited. And we're tasting two of your single vineyard, Vino Nobile. And this is a relatively newer concept for the region. Uh, So I'd love to hear a little bit about why you decided to make these two. You gave us some idea of where these vineyards are. Um, When did this single vineyard start? And then let's talk about the differences in these two Vino Nobile. Absolutely correct. Because in Montepulciano, the real traditional to have uh, the Vino Nobile was to reach the top quality grapes in each vineyard and blend it to have the wine for the nobles. So to reach the top quality, this was the idea. And also today we have some wine, the Reserva, then we will go to taste later, is with this concept of looking different great vineyards and have the best from each. But a few years ago, we import also the idea to have single vineyard wines. So the quality is not more uh, from different areas, but you look a specific rich area to have a wine only from that part of Montepulciano. And so we uh, started uh, as Contucci in the early 80s to have our first uh, single vineyard wine that is uh, the Pietra Rossa uh, Vino Nobile. Pietra Rossa mean red stone. It is because of the color of the soil. In this part of Montepulciano, the southeast part of Montepulciano, we have red clay in the soil. And so these wine give this specific expression of uh, a specific min- minerality of iron. The other single vineyard that is Mulin Vecchio, born 10 years later, in the early 90s, 
is exactly on the other side of the hill, in the northwest part, where we have not more clay, but we have volcanic sand. So we have two wines that are absolutely brother, because both have the same kind of grape Sangiovese, with a small part of Canaiolo Nero and Colorino, and the same aging, because both we age 30 months in big oak barrels, same vintage, but not the same soil. So these two are not more twin brothers, are two brothers with a specific personality. Both Vino Noble, but not the same kind of Vino Noble. It's very interesting to taste the two wines together because you can feel how important is in the wine the terroir on the pietra rosa more minerality but both uh and more floral and and fruit on the uh mulan vecchio the translation is old meal old meal both of these though vino nobile are very smooth and yet i've tasted many other styles here that are much more tannic and aggressive i guess is the word why do you feel yours are so you know so smooth so elegant does it have to do with the fact that you use the larger oak uh, yeah, cast the boti is a, a combination of factors one is this the the fact that we use a big oak cask and for a very long aging so we speak of 30, 36 months. These permit to the wine to become rounder okay. because each step of the aging, because every six months we switch the wine from one barrel to another. So these wine touch five, six different barrels during the aging, help the wine to become rounder and smoother. And, and then you feel this when you taste. Also, the kind of grape that we use, eh? because the, the Prugnolo Gentile is really a magic Sangiovese that gives this style of wine. And I can't, don't remember the area where we grow the grape that we use, because you... It is easy to understand. We are the first producer of Vino Noble. So we choose first when we choose the vineyards. Obviously, we have vineyard in very, very top position because you can understand that 100, 200, 300 years ago, there weren't the today technique to grow vineyards. Mm. So to have the quality, you have to grow vineyard only where the vineyard naturally give quality. Today, it's possible to have good grapes everywhere because we have technique in the vineyard, in the cellar that help you to correct something. In the past, was not in, was not possible. Or naturally, the grape was good in that part of Montepulciano, or you didn't have good wine. And we have vineyard in that part of Montepulciano. Perfect, thank you. <laughs> All right, so the two brothers, <laughs> but not twins, um, delicious single vineyards. But you talked about the cellars. We talked about the oak cask and the aging. And just so the folks listening know, the, when we say boti, these casks are very big. We're in America used to seeing the Bordeaux-style barrique, which is a smaller, if you've seen in California and you're listening, those are the smaller. These are bigger, uh, like the size of a person. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't impart the oak 
as much into the flavor. It's more gradual and and more um, elegant, I guess. Yeah. So you talked about the blending of all the different areas into one wine. And when you do that and you age it a little bit longer than normal, um, you can make what's called a reserva. And reserva is a, a concept pe- people have seen with Spanish wines, with other Italian wines. So tell us a little bit about your reserva. The two we just tasted were vintage 2011, and now this is reserva 2010. What makes a vino nobile a reserva? Uh, the reserva is for sure the top selection in our winery. Huh? because uh, uh, follow the more traditional style of Vino Nobile, but with the best quality of the grapes. Because for the uh, Reserva that we don't have every year, only in the top vintages we have Reserva, for this wine we choose the top of the top in our vineyards, in the three vineyards area that we own in Montepulciano because we have three different parts of Montepulciano uh, where we have our uh, vineyards. In these three areas we choose the grape for the Vino Nobile Classico, the yellow level. So we have a first selection for the base Vino Nobile. But when the grape arrives in Montepulciano, before to be fermented, we have a second selection. So the top of the top go to the Reserva. This is the concept. And then when we have find this cream of the of the production, uh, we keep in the barrel for the longest time. So it's minimum 36 months, so three years. In the case, for example, of 2010, we keep six months longer, 42 months, because it's a very, very rich vintage. 2010 is a magical vintage in Tuscany. And so this is a wine that is amazing today that is a baby reserva because it's only two months that is ready. But this is a, a wine that you can consider to keep 30 years. Mm-hmm. And the wine go growing year after year is absolutely a magical uh, vintage also for the future is already uh, absolutely fantastic so it's difficult that people keep but if there is one people that like this is the classical wine that you can drink when you are retired. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, the cream of the crop. <laughs> That's what we were saying in the U.S. Yes, so this yes, is yes. the cream of the crop. And it just smells like warmth. You know it's going to be fabulous, and it's it really is delicious. And you're investing in all that time to age the wine. Um, yes. It's quite an investment for a winery because you have to wait 40, 42 months to get your money back. <laughs> so, uh, 42 but, months in, in the oak. In the oak. And then another year in the bottle. Oh, and another year in the bottle. So thank you. (laughs) Very wonderful. So if folks want to check out your winery online and find uh, out how they can uh, purchase your wine or come visit you here in Montepulciano, where exactly, what website and where should they go? Contucci.it you have the shop online so it's easy and we ship wine to us every week Uh, in uh, certain states of us the wine is available also in the market you can find in shops on restaurant but we have only 
a small production. So only seven states are uh, uh, lucky. <laughs> Sorry. But um, I hope in the future that we can expand a little the distribution. So Contucci is C-O-N-T-U-C-C-I. And they, if they Google that, I'm sure they'll find Contucci.it for Italy. Yeah, we're used to our .coms in the U.S. And I'm sure once they find that... And they Google, well, there are different um, websites where they can order your wine yes, potentially. Yes, yes, yes. Or find at a restaurant near you. <laughs> well, wonderful. Andrea Contucci, this has been so much fun. And you've given us so much about Vino Nobile and the history of your vineyards. Thank you so much for being on The Sipping Point. Thank you. Thank you. I hope to see all of you in Montepulciano one day. I'm here for you. Ciao. Bye-bye. Ciao. Salute. Salute. <laughs> This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point. If you're looking to wine and dine, I'd like to invite you to join me Friday, October 9th on The Spirit of Baltimore for something to whine about. It's wine, comedy, and dinner on the Inner Harbor. We're going to have lots of fun. And then on October 21st, we'll be at Famous Dave's in Bel Air, Maryland. And we're going to be talking all about wine and barbecue for your next tailgate. Women and men allowed at both of these events. Go to thewinecoach.com, click on events, and I hope to see you there. Cheers.